Hi, Britton. Hi, Matt. Bye, Felicia. Those were like two of the best words I ever said in real estate. And it's perfect when they absolutely apply. Yeah. So once upon a time, we had uh, a BMR buyer. And for those of you who aren't from San Francisco, BMR stands for Below Market Rate, which is part of the Mayor's Office of Housing Inclusionary Housing Program. Um, What is it, Britton? It is a a program administered by the city that provides for uh, housing for middle-income and low-income buyers and renters. And in the the sphere of this that that we're uh, familiar with is uh, the buyer pool, obviously. And although we have done some BMR listings, true story. We have, but not but not rentals. True. Yes. Um, so, the properties uh, the city requires that developers set aside a certain percentage of units in each building built in the city, and that percentage has changed over time, um, and it's changed in different buildings because of um, ballot measures and so forth. But uh, long story short, or not so short, because I'm telling the long version. Because San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> because San Francisco. Uh, Below market rate units are um, set aside for people who make a certain percentage of the Bay Area income, and they are affordable for those buyers. And how do we actually, or how does the city actually um, do this? Like, what is the legal process by which they make sure that um, at this point these units are part of this program? So when a building is, um, it's called being entitled. It's when it's given the city's green light to build after. I was going to say months and months, but more like years and years of, how can I say this politely? Negotiating. Negotiating, (laughs) yes. Um, With neighborhood groups and so forth, um, the city will put deed restrictions on the units that are uh, set aside as the below market rate units. So if um, it's actually happened in the past that people sort of accidentally paid full market rate for a below market rate unit without realizing what they were buying. And then when they went to sell it and discovered, oh my gosh, we should have paid, um, we should have, A, we shouldn't have been able to afford to buy it because we make $200,000 a year as opposed to sixty dollars or $70,000 a year. Whoopsies. Um, and then there, it's, it's just been a mess. So now there are deed restrictions uh, recorded very prominently against the property. So anyone looking at the preliminary title report will see that. All right, wait, so let's just stop right there, right? Deed restriction, anyone looking at a preliminary title report would see it. And we're going to hop in our time machine and we're going to rewind to 2012, uh, back when foreclosures and below market uh, short sales were a thing. And the this deal starts um, before the deal even actually happens, uh, because you and I spend a lot of time in our MLS and I happen to see a new listing. And um, it was uh, a listing in, a, in this particular building, and it was listed at like market rate. Um, but I checked it against the tax records, and the tax records indicated it was a below market rate unit. So, Whoopsies. Yeah. Um, so I did a little more research, and indeed, this particular unit was a below market rate unit. Um, and so I called the agent, and I was like, hey, just, just a heads up, I got no dog in this fight, but this, this is going to be an issue. And she was uh, not receptive to that phone call. Uh, and so I called the mayor's office of housing and just give them a heads up. I'm like, you know, you're probably going to see paperwork for this at some point, And there's an agent out there trying to sell it at market rate. And uh, lo and behold, that listing was withdrawn. Um, 
And then a few weeks go by and uh, a client referred uh, a new client to us. And we, we met with this new client, super, super nice guy. He was amazing. Incredibly amazing. Most organized person. Uh, one of the most organized persons we've ever worked with. Um, the below market rate program has an incredible mar- amount of paperwork that goes with it. And this guy was just on top of it. Like, I think everything was done before he even met with us the first time. It was just incredible. He had attended his first time home buying class. He had done all of the paperwork applied to the city to be accepted in the program. Lenders, like everything. And um, lo and behold, what's he interested in? That unit. That unit. So this BMR unit was now relisted and it was a foreclosure. Bank of America was the previous lender, and they had foreclosed on a BMR unit and listed it with this agent who was an out-of-area agent. We're just going to name her Felicia. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, so she had relisted it correctly this time as um, a, a BMR unit. Uh, um, and, you know, so, of course, um, you know, believe it or not, she had tried to like set this offer date and, you know, wiggle around the price limits that are imposed in, in a BMR because the way the city prices them is they don't look at what the real estate market's doing. They look at what job incomes are doing and they look at median incomes and set these to that, you know, percentage of, of median income. Um, and so once the price is established by the mayor's office of housing, that's what you get to sell it for. Um, you can sell it for less than that. We've actually had that happen in, um, you know, a few years prior. That's another story. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's that's the deal. And it's just like you can't do that. You can't cheat. And why people try to cheat this program is just... I'm sorry. I'm going to have a moment. <laughs> as, you, as you take your moment, I'll do a slight digression and mention when we had our BMR listing several years ago and a guy came in and he said, God, this is a gorgeous condo. And he said, what's the deal with the price? And of course, I was explaining it to everybody who happened to just be wandering in and they weren't aware that it was a below market rate unit. And he's like, oh, that's cool. How do you get around it? And I said, well, you don't. And he said, no, there's got to be a way around it. He said, this is, it's so cheap. I'd love to buy it. And he said, but I make too much money. So how do I get around it? And I was just so appalled that, and, and I said, well, you have to give the mayor's office of housing three years of your tax returns and swear under or sign under the, um, the threat of perjury that they're accurate. And so, you know, there's really no way around this. And he was just, he was just incensed that he couldn't buy this place for below market. We really do have some crazy BMR our stories. And anyway, back anyway, to this one. Anyway, back to this way. So once the shenanigans of getting uh, the offer accepted were through, um, you know, we we got the offer in front of her at the price that it was going to be sold for. And because this was a foreclosure, it had to go to the Bank of America asset manager. And it was the listing agent's job to, you know, get this through that side of the process. But here we are back at deed restrictions, right? Because B of A doesn't understand what they've foreclosed on and why they can't get market rate for this. Yeah, that was uh, that was tough to explain. Right, but let, let's just come back to, you know, anyone with a pulse can read a preliminary title report. Yeah. We thought. Deed, deed restrictions, Mayor's Office of Housing, below market rate inclusionary program. Uh, not that difficult when you're in the industry. So getting this approved on the, the Bank of America side, uh, was just another um, disaster and then some. And, you know, in the meantime, we're trying to get access to the unit so the buyer can do an inspection. You know, the property was foreclosed on, so it was in the kind of condition you would expect a foreclosed property to be in. 
Um, you know, this agents, Felicia's not in the city. Felicia's not cooperative. Felicia can't remember keys. Felicia <laughs> misses appointments. As I recall, we had like our inspector went slightly to the to the to the side on this one. Um, yeah, the first there was an inspector we had been recommending for years and years, and the report comes back and it has the wrong address on it. The buyer's name is spelled incorrectly, and it said the the wood paneling in the living room. And meanwhile, there's a studio, so there's one room in the whole place, and there's no wood paneling anywhere. So it was kind of like, where where'd you come up with this stuff? <laughs> And of course, in addition uh, to that happening, you know, lenders are involved because our buyer uh, had a lender. And <laughs> so you've got a lender on one side who doesn't understand the deed restrictions that they're signing off on and why they're not going to get market rate for the condo they foreclosed on. And then you've got a new lender on the other side that we're working through all of the approvals with. And I will say that the lender we worked with was just absolutely amazing, completely on top of it. The shining star of, of this process was our amazing client who had everything everyone needed. And so our side was just always ready. We're waiting. And it was like, come on, you know, can you give me the, the correct inspection report? You know, can you get me the correct set of keys? Could you find me an asset manager that can read? And it just kept going. <laughs> And then, of course, um, we're getting close to the end, and you'll recall one of the joys of foreclosed condos is HOA dues and who pays them, right? So the condo has been sitting empty for months. Bank of America has been the legal owner for, you know, however long. And, you know, there's what, maybe a year's worth of, of back HOA payments, which, you know, at five, 600 bucks a month adds up to a, a not small number, particularly when you're buying, you know, this is a, a BMR. It was the lender's responsibility. I think there's actually been laws that have were passed post that because it was one of the, the huge issues. And you saw it hurt a bunch of HOAs even in the city um, when lenders weren't paying back dues. Right. But guess what? Does the story have a happy ending, Brenton? It does. It does. Uh, we closed our Organized and amazing client is still actually there. Um, he's referred other clients to us along the way. And the best part of that deal, usually the best part of a deal is when you get to meet with the buyer and you get to hand him the keys and walk through and it's just, it's an awesome moment. And that moment is doubly awesome if they're first time buyers. And honestly, although we don't do very many of them uh, anymore, uh, with like BMR buyers, it was kind of like triply sweet. It's just amazing because people so just desperate. No, I don't want to say desperately, but people so strongly want to stay in the city and they don't want to be tenants anymore. And this is one of the very few ways that it's possible for people who don't make um, $150,000, $200,000 a year to become homeowners in this city. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not known for being the most, shall we say, emotional person. Uh, but it, two, two closings will get me uh, teary-eyed and, and maybe even to cry, and that's a, a below market rate and single moms or single parents in general. Um, any You're of such those, a softie, man. I am such a softie, right? It's all over the internet now. Don't tell. Don't tell. So, but uh, while that is normally the, the tear-inducing best part of a transaction, uh, in this particular case, it was after I had given the buyer the keys and made sure everything was squared away. Uh, and guess like, and even the keys were a nightmare because like, you know, what didn't we get? The right keys. 
Right. And what, what didn't we get? Building fobs. I mean, just like... <laughs> Nothing was easy with this one. <laughs> Nothing was easy with this one. And, you know, it's um, honestly one of the... Not, I don't know if it's counterintuitive, but all of the below market rate transactions we've ever done involve some of uh, the most work. Um, you know, and obviously because the, they're price limited, you know, the commission that, that we receive is not in proportion, you know, to the amount of work, uh, but they pay, as we've mentioned, and in other great ways. But by Felicia. By uh, Felicia. Two sweeter words have never been said in real estate. So just one more time to get off my chest. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Matt. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.